Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we're talking Dallas style. And I have to say, that's not something I ever thought I would say. <laughs> because when I first moved here, I did not think of Dallas as a stylish town. Now I stand corrected. So I'm just going to say, remember, I grew up in New York City, you know, fashion capital of the world. Then I moved to Los Angeles, which has its own you know, its own style that was like a little more sexy than New York. And, and then younger. I, younger, of course, <laughs> and obsessed with youth. And then I came here and I kind of realized why some people call this the third coast. Like, it really is. We're not on a coast. We're not even close to one. <laughs> uh, but they take, they, I feel like style-wise, here in Dallas, especially in our neighborhood, we're in a very stylish neighborhood, when ladies aren't wearing their athleisure, <laughs> then they are dressed... <laughs> Beautifully to the nines and out. But, you know, they kind of draw from New York on the sophistication and the designer stuff and just a certain sleek look. And then they draw from L.A. on the sexier side. And then on top of it, there's like this southern element to ladies here. And Martha, you're always dressed. Well, I'm thinking of two stories right now. You're right. Texas women have a very unique fashion sense. And we really do like to get dolled up and we really like to get dressed up for things that most people don't. For example, <laughs> I grew up the in the grocery store, going to the grocery store <laughs> well, and football <laughs> games. I have a story about football games. So I grew up in Fort Worth and I would go to the TCU games and the ladies got so dolled up. They would wear fur coats. They would have their hair all styled, beautiful outfits. I go to OU. I get all decked out and I'm dressed like a Texas girl. Then my Oklahoma friends are like, where are you going? I go to the football game, dress like that. Well, yeah, this is how we dress. They're like, uh, no, not here. We don't. And sure enough, get to the game. No one was dressed nice. <laughs> so that was funny. But the second story I'm thinking of is the first time I went to D.C. Again, Texas woman all my life. Go to D.C. and I'm dressed up like we would dress in Dallas, kind of sparkly, kind of flashy. And I have to tell you, when I got to D.C. and went to a nice restaurant, nobody was dressed like that. Everyone was in like dull, gray, black, boring, in my opinion, clothes. And there I was all flashy like a little show pony. <laughs> show pony. <laughs> it was a little embarrassing. That's when I realized Dallas and Texas in general is very different than the rest of the country. It kind of is. <laughs> you know, it is. And I've been impressed, by the way. I've seen the style, especially, like I said, in our neighborhood. And, you know, we're close to downtown. And we got a lot of great shopping. When people come to visit me, all they want to do is shop, which surprises me. There's no shortage of great shopping. Yeah. So today on the show, we have a great guest who's going to talk all about Dallas style. And he's got a big event coming up. So guys, stay tuned. We're going to be talking to Will Kolb about a special event that you're not going to want to miss, and it's tonight. So stay tuned. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media. Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this podcast. And with your help, we can share the show with many more. Welcome back to the break. Today, we have a very close friend of mine on, Will Culp, who is a man of style, 
Society Maven Man About Town, and he's going to tell us all about an upcoming event he has tonight. Will, I hear you have an event tonight, Advanced Style Dallas 50 Over 50 Fashion Icons. Tell us about that. We do. It's going to be at Samuel Glenn Galleries this evening at 7 o'clock. That's the VIP part. So if you're coming for the cocktail, you get to meet all of our celebrity guests. But at the same time, we have a runway show starting at 8, and that's going to be about 50 of Dallas's over 50. So they have to admit they're over 50. So come if you want to know people. <laughs> age, (laughs) over 50, style icons walking the runway. And this is for Educare, which is an organization that provides support, care, and training to caregivers of the elderly. So this is really important, something nobody's heard about. Well, it is. And I love how you're approaching that with this positive, fun, kind of over-the-top event, celebrating people of style over 50. Right, because Dallas certainly has a lot of those people. I mean, we've got a lot of people who end up on runways. Uh, Of course, hey, like I always say when I'm in New York, because as you know, I tend to run New York companies. When I'm in New York, I always say, well, Bergdorf's is owned by Neyman's. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have a hard time getting anyone to walk the runway because they don't want to admit they're over 50? A few. <laughs> I had a few style bloggers and style influencers like, that's not my brand, darling. And I was like, okay, well, it doesn't, okay. Have, to, it doesn't <laughs> have to be your brand. I mean, but apparently your brand face cream isn't working, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to pretend is fine with me. I think it's exciting that instead of having people be styled – They are dressing themselves, right? Absolutely. So one of the things that I felt is that when you are developing your style, you know, let's face it, how many trends did we try at 20? How many weird things did we wear? How many phases? Lord knows my age group, at least you tried punk and all the new (laughs) age and everything else and all those pictures you can't look at anymore. Yes. (laughs) So I don't know about you ladies, but for me, as I began to age, my style And what I wore and how comfortable I was and did I care what anybody thought started coming much later in life. Mm -hmm. And so for these folks, I really wanted to see what they would wear, just what their signature style is, how they feel comfortable. So we're going to have people in full-bred costumes. We're going to (laughs) have people in business suits cocktail attire. We have one chef who's going to wear black leggings, heels, a chef jacket, and lots of jewels because that's her style. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was, I was thinking it was a man when you said chef. And I was <laughs> I thinking of that you. guy on the red carpet who wore the fabulous, like, Cossack. Oh, you know oh, 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 the guy from uh, Kinky Boots yes. who wore the big Wasn't black dress. Wasn't that amazing? Dress. Yeah, he wore I the big it. black dress. I so. loved it. I assure you, we will have a few men that probably will head in that direction. So yes. it's going to – because that's their style. So we're going to see a lot of different people in different styles wearing different things. And it's just one time down the runway and back. But since we've got 50, it's about a 50-minute. We're really lucky. Ron Corning mm-hmm. is our MC, Yes. And we have Valerie Von Sobel, who is living art. Guys, she dated Brando. Look her up. Valerie Von Sobel. She was an actress called Valerie Varda. Now she's a style icon, interior designer. And then – Advanced Style was created by a gentleman named Ari Seth Cohen, who is a best-selling author. He's had four Advanced Style books. Our own Jan Strimple and Daryl Osborne have been in one of his books. And now he is uh, a blogger, and he just he's really credited with creating the older model. So you know now we're seeing more and more older models, men and women, selling things. And yes. he's credited with that, and he'll be there. Well, because so. it's a growing population. Right, and it's a much bigger growing population. We're not having as many kids and folks get over 50 are becoming a larger and larger buying segment. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite people is, um, is it Alice Arpel? What's her last name? Iris Apfel. Iris Apfel. Close, close. Apfel. I left out a few like, 
But um, <laughs> I think she's fabulous with her glasses and the way she dresses. And uh, I, I love that. I'm friends she's, with Iris, too. And I, since I know Iris and Valerie, I will say they're very comparable. So okay, both great. of them are showstoppers when you walk in a room. Yeah. Why isn't Iris coming? Because Iris is 97 and just signed a modeling contract and is harder to get oh to do things. Oh, my She is 97 is years amazing. old? She is. That's incredible. So I just really like how you guys are making 50-year-olds hip and cool because I just turned 50. See there, I admitted it. I'm willing to get out there and say it. And I don't. She also just donated her organs. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I became a donor. They have not left my body just yet, but they will eventually. Anything to pay. Anything to pay for this show. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's for sure. So I I don't feel this age at all, and I still want to dress younger. And it's not because I think I'm going to fool anyone, and they're going to think, oh, there's a 25 year old right there. It's just that that's the fashion that I think is more attractive, and it seems like it's becoming a little bit more acceptable to be that way. Don't you see Dallas socialites and folks really wearing fun, young, mm-hmm. interesting clothes now? Yes, yes. I see it all the time, and you used to not see that. Used to, if you were an older woman, you had three choices: dark black hair. Blue hair. Blue hair. Short hair. Or gray hair. Yes. And that's all you had. And Mm -hmm. I've always said, I have always said this, for women, the ultimate liberator was hair dye that looked natural because you can't exactly tell their age. So you have women who are still blonde as they always were, dark hair. You don't have all the roots and everything. So women can pull off that younger, fresher look. When you had blue hair back in when we were kids. <laughs> yes, I remember Purple that. hair, you know, because the dye rinse, you couldn't pull it off. So <laughs> you to had t- to dress older. Well, I have to tell you about this one woman. I may have told you this story before, but um, Martha hasn't heard it. But there was this one woman growing up in New York City, and I would see her in the Hamptons too. And she was like tiny and thin and kind of a social x-ray, as they call them. But she had blue hair. And she just decided, I mean, this is years ago, right? Like we're saying, you know, maybe 35 years ago. And she just decided, I'm going to be a blue hair and I'm going to dye my hair blue. And she pulled it off so beautifully that I would see her everywhere. And I was like, there she is, the lady with the blue hair. Because she made it such a style and a trend. And she was like, screw you, I got blue hair. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, Well, going back to the hair dye thing, in Dallas, we have no shortage of opportunities to preserve ourselves. So <laughs> that's, You're that's not something that we have going on. No. <laughs> no one in Dallas does no. that. So there's just so many things out there that weren't available back in the blue hair days that everything has improved so much better as far as enhancements go. Well, you can stay younger, looking longer, which leads more to fashion. But advanced style, what I like about that shows that it doesn't really matter what you look like because a lot of his folks walking down the runway, don't look young. I mean, they really don't look young, but they dress young and they dress fresh. They're happy with their clothes. And we were talking about signature clothing. You know, I wear a lot of bright color Mm -hmm. and people are like, oh, that's a lot of bright color on you. And then I often wear a brooch on my jacket, which people are like, oh, that's kind of strange, but it works for me. And style- That's your signature. Style and signature is really about being comfortable with who you are. Right. Can we talk a minute, because speaking of your bright colors, we went to that Mardi Gras event where you wore a full-on Mardi Gras suit. I did. With lots of I, color in it. I did wear a full-on Mardi Gras suit. I see a picture and I, of that. And, of course, my uh, 80s costume not too long ago was a full tailored suit, but it had Pac-Man all over it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you go to a lot of events, and I see you at a lot of them. What do you think about Dallas Society? Don't you think it's kind of on par in a lot of ways with a New York or an L.A. today? Sort of. And I'll see what you guys think about this. And by the way, I've always said this. I'm, you know, too dumb for New York and too ugly for L.A. But <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> but to me, Dallas is closer to New York 
than any city. Houston doesn't want to be anything but Houston. Mm-hmm. L.A. doesn't want to be anything but mm-hmm. L.A. Dallas is a little bit different because you hear folks in Dallas go, well, you know, we have a world-class bridge. We have a world-class opera house. We have this. We have this. And they're always comparing it to what New York has. We're kind of a city with a little bit of chip on our shoulder. So Dallas, to me, has huge and better events. For example, here in Dallas, DIFA as a fashion event is known as a big event. It's much bigger than anything New York has. Much bigger. Mm -hmm. The HRC dinner. So I'm going to use some LGBT ones that I know a lot about. HRC dinner here is the largest in the country. Crystal Charity Ball is incomparable in its size and scope. Then you have great fashion boutiques. You have fashion designers here. And everybody who says, well, New York is the place of fashion designers, well, Tom Ford came from Texas, guys. He didn't I actually start didn't know in, that. Yeah, he didn't start in New York. Lots of people come from other places. They just end up in New York. But I think Dallas has its own signature style. Of course, we have the big-haired the blondes big hair. and everything mm-hmm. else and the very large enhancements on, yes. the, front, on the front on women. <laughs> Bigger's better in and, Texas. And, you know, men, the wealthy bubble men have mm-hmm. their almost standard uniform <laughs> that they're going to wear out. And then, you, of course, you have the gay men in capes and <laughs> boy, whatever. But... We have our own style here, and, you know, it's a great style, but I think we mimic New York a little. I think we want to kind of be another city because we compare ourselves a lot to other cities. Right. Well, as somebody who has gone to events in all the different cities, wouldn't you say Dallas women? There's definitely something special about Dallas women. They are very beautiful, and they love to put on their fancy jewelry, and they really like to get decked out. And there's, there's just something a little bit different than them than L.A. or New York. Well, a friend of mine is in the process of getting a divorce and got a job transfer offer and declined because he's like, prettiest women are in Dallas. He's like, I got <laughs> to stay in Dallas. Dallas is women. I think the difference is, is that women here a, have a little bit of Southern in them, mm-hmm. but yes. it's also a big city. And Southern women, I mean, let's face it, in the South, in, once you even get in the deeper South, I mean, the pageant system and right. all that stuff is ingrained into these women. Mm-hmm. So. There is a look that these women have. And I don't see the big hair as much anymore. No, you don't. I mean, that's now a stereotype. But, I mean, women, when they go out to events here, are decked out. Right. And perhaps maybe in Los Angeles, it's more costuming. And in New York, it's more business attire. It's more subtle. Lots of black in Dallas. Yes, yes. But here you get color. You get a few sequins. You get a lot of jewels. Flashy. You get a lot of jewels. So women, perhaps in Dallas, harken back more to that glamorous era mm-hmm. that we see of women. Yes. So, so you have women kind of looking at that, that pageant look, that glamour look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is your style icon? Male or female? Male. Well, I'll tell you a story. I had to meet Anna Winter once. You had to. I had to for business, <laughs> for business. And it was a very brief meeting because it was just business. And I called everybody I knew. I was like, what the hell do you wear to meet Anna Winter to sell her something? A bob with bangs. Tom Ford. Tom Ford. <laughs> really? So okay. for me, on a women's level, I don't like Tom's designs as much as I like the men's level. I think his suits and tuxedos are beyond elegant. So I love those. Cary Grant. There you go. Cary Grant. Oh, that's a great Cary yes. Grant. There yeah. you go. If I, if I wanted to be somebody, I wouldn't mind looking like mm-hmm. Cary Grant having his wardrobe and his life. So Cary Grant. But as far as designers, I tend to be really eclectic. I mean, everything from vintage to... Uh, I've got little places that make things. This jacket I wore in today was made for me here in Dallas. Yes. So. We've been to, like, remember we went to that pajama event? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we've, we've dressed in pajamas when we've been out. We've dressed in crazy suits. <laughs> well, who's yours? 
Who's your cousin? Lee Radziwill. Classy lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The prettier of the two. She is. Jackie O's sister, which a lot of people don't realize, but I grew up seeing both of them in New York all the time. And I always liked her because she was the more elegant one and the prettier one. She just, she, it's just the way she put herself together to me was really elegant. Of course, Audrey Hepburn. Everybody feels that way about Audrey Hepburn, too. I'll go with Abby Farron because she's a local designer and I love her story. She's done so many wonderful things. Abby is an acquaintance of mine and very talented. Absolutely. Oh, and of course, Babe Paley. You know, Babe, Babe Paley, of course, who you always post about. The style icon. And, and I love Lauren Hutton. I've always loved Lauren Hutton. I love Kate Moss. Kate Moss, because she's got a little bit of badass in her. I like that. I like she's a little bit of edgy. skull jewelry added on to glamorous outfits. There you go. You know? There you go. So, Will, you really do have incredible style, an incredible Thanks. sense of style. Thanks. It always makes me smile when I see how you're dressed, which I love. So, question. What about, uh, you know, a lot of our audience, our, ourselves a lot of the time, what if you're on a budget and you want to look fabulous? Do you have any advice for us? Oh, darling. I mean, please, this last year and a half, as you know, I've gone from CEO to working contracts. So yeah. I have to do that. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely believe that you do not, that if, uh, let's, let's change that, if you buy stuff at the most expensive stores and you only wear labels and you only wear that, you look like everyone else. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to mix and blend. And if you don't know how, find somebody who does. I wore a T-shirt the other day that I swear to God, I was walking through Walmart and saw. And I just took it off. It was $4 T-shirt. I wore it under a jacket and I got photographed. People are like, where'd you get the T-shirt? It's great. <laughs> you know how to make it work. You know, you can go to any place. There are great vintage stores. For me, on a men's level, and I'm curious where you guys go as women, but for me on a consignment level, I go to Couture Consignment. I go to Vintage Martini that's now getting ready to do some men's lines and things like that. I like looking at the vintage places. Mm-hmm. You can find undershell T-shirts at Target in the yes. right color. You know, I hate to say it. Some of the best things I've ever worn I found on eBay. I have an embroidered tuxedo jacket that I found for $98 made in Korea on eBay. And I swear everybody thinks it looks like I spent $8 billion on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not ashamed to find stuff everywhere I go. Are you? No. Where do you oh, go? No. Like I love closed circuit right down the street. And I love it because when I first moved here, I remember thinking, I mean, I still had all these red carpet events. And I still do, whether it's New York or L.A. And there was a place in L.A. I used to go to. And people wear these things one time. And in our neighborhood, we have a lot of ladies who lunch and go to fabulous events. And they buy designer clothes. They wear it once. And then they sell it at closed circuit. So I'll go in there and I'll find like I love that. Place. I mean a Dolce Gabbana dress for like two hundred dollars. I mean I fa- I found shirts for ten dollars there, and it's all about the way you put it together. Who cares again, about the price? But yeah, who cares if it's exactly. expensive or anything? Do you? No, and here's what it's like. It's like people that insist on buying a brand new car and you're paying to drive the car off the lot and it immediately depreciates. Why do that with your clothes when you can get one that's previously used? (laughs) But it doesn't have to be previously used. You can go to Steinmar. You can go to, heck, I know so many people who will go to a place like Ross or Marshall's and Mm -hmm. find last year's, not necessarily last year's designer suit, but they'll find last year's designer pants. Sure. Right. You know, and really on pants, as long as you're putting a jacket over it, who cares? Right. And it doesn't really matter no. if it's last last season or whatever. Because if you have a gorgeous Gucci suit that you bought and you're going to wear it forever, it's about what you put with it. Right. Like so, right now, yellow is in, so you pair it with a yellow shirt. You know, I have a belt buckle that I can change the colored belts. I found them on eBay. And, I, and you'll mm-hmm. see me in pink and yellow and blue and green belts. And I just interchange the buckle. And the leather strap is $3 a piece. Oh, yeah. I like that. So it's really about going online, looking for places – 
searching and not being afraid to buy something like that Walmart t-shirt, which is a black and gray camo t-shirt that looks great under a black jacket. I don't care if people ask me where I got it. Walmart. I don't care either. Yeah, I I don't care. I got it at Walmart because it looks Mm -hmm. good. Yeah, I completely agree. Closed circuit, like Nellie said, and I also like clothes where synonymous. And for vintage Dolly Python. And Love then, Dolly Python. Oh, everybody likes Dolly yeah. Python. Mm-hmm. Then I have a very funny story to tell you. We were in Colorado Springs for Thanksgiving, and I was with my kids. My daughter loves to shop vintage. She likes to go to thrift stores. We were at a thrift store there, and I found a theory leather jacket. It was the most beautiful color of blue, $9. So I bought it. (laughs) I take it the daughter didn't get it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She wasn't interested in it. That was too too mature for her. But I love it. (laughs) Well, and then there's also shop small shops, not just department stores. Go all over town. It's smart to look in little small shops because you'll find things that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah. Plus you're supporting local. Bingo. I love that. So we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we will ask Will a couple of interesting questions and also talk about his upcoming event. Yes. So stay tuned. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. We're here with Will Kolb. And Will, I literally can't open a single magazine without seeing your beautiful face in there (laughs) at all, (laughs) all the parties and you're all over social media. And it just makes me think, I bet you have some really great stories from all these events. Tell us something good. I think we all do. (laughs) Let's say, say, okay, I've got a couple for you. So I was the chair of an event, and I'm not going to say the name of the event if you don't mind, because that would be difficult on the charity. And they have changed and fixed this well. But I was the chair of the event, and we did. Can you say what it rhymes with? Uh, Nelly. <laughs> Martha. Right, so, Martha. So, so it did this event, and we did it at Neiman Marcus downtown. Okay. And it was during one of their fortnights, and it was a big deal. And what we didn't realize, it was one of those chefs' events. So here they have billion-dollar furs and clothes, and people are cooking. One of our cooks lit one of the furs on fire. All the clothes smelled like food. Glassware was broken. The silent auction went over two hours, and they had a big fortnight morning coming up. So I had the heads of Neiman Marcus chasing me around going, get them out! Out! You've got to leave! It was horrible. Two of our organizers actually had to do therapy after the event because it was so bad. I said, I said, I'm never doing this again. I've seen people (laughs) drunk and fall off runways. Oh my God. I I mean, literally, literally go right off the runway. I have seen people who join things. This is my pet peeve. I don't know about you. I've seen people who join things where there's commitments. You have to pay something. You have to do this. And they don't do anything. Mm -hmm. When I did a charity event, and I was one of their, actually, I'll say this because I think they're more strict now. When I was a DIFA Style Council ambassador in 2009, which now, you know, so long ago, nobody even remembers. 
all the requirements you had to do. I think I'm the only one who did them all because I didn't did think you had them. a. Well, it's like you know you have to do this much community service, raise this much money, sell this table, and a lot of people don't understand that. They don't you know? pull their weight. Yeah, and then that's the same with any board. You sure. know, you join the boards and you're mm-hmm. like, why am I the only one doing what they said? <laughs> but I have seen some crazy. I mean, I saw a woman rip off her skirt walking down a runway. She snagged oh. it, and the whole thing oh, came off. Oh, I thought you meant on purpose. Yeah. So, no, no, no. She, <laughs> she just, just she snagged it, and there it went. There it went. And oh I, my probably gosh. my big story. I guess you guys have seen is the. The, uh, let's just put it, the inebriated folks at the events and the things that happen when they're inebriated. So, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Ha- haven't we all seen that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it's like, well, you really didn't need to drink here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's should have saved that, that, that one at home. Yeah, that's better to not drink and just watch and observe. <laughs> well, as Kim Gatlin says, she said to me at one point, what's with these women who think they need to have three glasses of wine before they go out to an event? Yeah. Oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> they arrive and they have three more. They're pre-gaming. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I always said, if you're going to drink, wait until after the event. Exactly. <laughs> do it really fast when you get home and pass out yeah, on the yeah. bed. <laughs> In your clothes, but just don't do it at the event. So, Will, is it true that Wired Magazine named you Emperor of Facebook it, back in 2010? <laughs> How do you get to be Emperor to, of Facebook? So so if you go on Facebook and you type in in the search, you'll see Babylon. Yes, and uh-huh. you'll find 50 Babylon groups. And some of them have tens of thousands of people. So whereas a lot of people have 5,000 followers, I ended up with like a million and a half because I branded all these groups to my face. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> you end up with death threats and haters and crazy really? people. Oh, yeah. I, we'd get the FBI involved in one. They showed up in my hotel in oh New York gosh. and were trying to get in my room. It was terrible. But because there's about a million people in these Babylon groups and we cover everything from gourmet Babylon to travel to Hollywood to, uh, you know, you name it. Babe Paley, that group we were talking about yes. is one of the Babylon groups and there's 10,000 people in that group. Yeah. You know? So because it was branded to me, Wired Magazine saw it and that was when Facebook first invented groups. Okay. So, you know, there weren't groups. They were just, you talked on your wall, but then they did the groups where you could join together mm-hmm. over right. like mine. And because there were so many and they were all networked together. And they called me the emperor of Facebook. <laughs> so to this day, I have people, I'll be walking, I'll be in the grocery store. I was in the grocery store in Los Angeles, in West Hollywood, and a guy goes, you're the emperor. And I'm like, if I'm in L.A., if I'm in L.A. and you're pointing me out, you need to get out a lot more and get off that computer. <laughs> well, I love that your handle for email is uh, Brat Prince. Oh, <laughs> It's my high school nickname. I wasn't I very like nice it. in high school. I'm surprised. <laughs> So you've got from- a lot of royalty titles going on uh, with Will. Yeah. And and uh, my bio family, I just found I, my biological parents actually met in a mobile home plant. So I really am trailer trash. Uh-oh. So. Oh. Well, you <laughs> also have that your your pedigree. Tell us about your pedigree. Uh, oh, well, I was adopted. My mom owned an oil company. My dad's former military. And my grandfather was the longest serving Arkansas mayor in history. And my other grandfather was a U.S. congressman. Mm-hmm. So, so that's really tough when you have the trailer trash bio side. And then this side, and they're like, well, you're Meemaw and Papa. Like, no, 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 no. My grandfather Grandpapa. was a <laughs> Grandpapa said. But you know what? Ultimately, it doesn't matter. I, that's why I can admit it. Yes. Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the event. So Advanced Style Dallas for Educare is coming up. It is. And people can go tonight, right? They absolutely can go tonight. And in fact, your listeners are going to get a little special surprise. If they go on, I know you guys are driving or listening on your podcast, but go to www.educareeducaredallas.com backslash, of course, style. So www.educaredallas.com backslash style. Mm-hmm. And we will have a special promo code 
for your listeners to come at the last minute. And guys, we've got rosé, we've got champagne. If you come to the VIP reception, we've got some little nibblies for you. And Darren DeVille, who's an amazing caterer, is doing our nibblies. You get to meet the uh, author of Advanced Style. You also get to meet Valerie Von Sobel, who is, like I said, living art and dated. Marlon Brando and was the movie star of Valerie Varda. You will get to see your friends, mm -hmm. your neighbors, and all those people you see in style magazines here in Dallas, not national, local, Walker Runway. So like I said, grateful that Ron Corney is hosting. It's at a beautiful location, Samuel Lynn Gallery. So not yes. only will we get to see people, you'll get to see art because they're not going to take down the art for me. So. And I've been to events there and people really – and I've been by myself, by the way. And people really talk to each other. Oh, sure, um, sure. Because the, the right size space. And for those of you who are a little nervous about going alone, Martha and I will be there. Come have a glass of wine with us. Come to the VIP event. We would love to see you, talk yeah. to you, meet you, and hang out for the night. Yeah, we're so glad you both are coming. I'm trying to get Martha to walk the runway at the last minute, but she's, she's, she's flinched. She admitted she was 50 in this show. So you guys call into the show. Tell her today. Can you be close to 50? <laughs> no. Oh, because we are really, that's allowed. a good point because AARP is one of our big sponsors. Mm -hmm. And of course that is 50 and over. And so uh, we're doing this just for the 50 and over set. Although, as you know, as, as you're in your late 40s, that's when the style really, where you become really comfortable with, I believe, and who you are. Yeah, a little bit of an F you, like, I'm going to wear this. Yeah, <laughs> to hell with you. Exactly. So that's been our show, guys. Will, thank you so much for being here. We're looking forward to tonight. Yay, I'm Again, excited, too. excited. Samuel and Galleries, anybody wants to join us starting at 7 is the VIP? 7 is VIP, 8 mm -hmm. is the runway show. There's two ticket prices, but for you guys, we'll have it a little bit lower. It's not too late. Go ahead and buy the tickets. We'll see you there. Come on down and join us. It's a quick little ride from the bubble. It'll take you about 12 minutes to get there. <laughs> and you're in the design district, darling. Right. And that's our show. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And you've been listening to The Bubble Lounge. We'll catch you next time. 